Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting through what I eat in a day and go deep into the details of my life and why I choose the foods that I do. Welcome back to The Daily Dollop podcast, everyone. My name's Kate Freeman and I'm a mum of two kids, 11 and 12. I'm a wife, I'm a registered nutritionist and I'm the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic and run these two businesses. I'm telling you all of these things as these are my main life roles that all influence the way that I eat and the routines and structure of my day. Because over this series, and this is part two, I'm going to just deep dive into the details of my life and my day on a plate. So you heard me chat in the previous episode, just giving the context of my life and what I um, and how what I eat in a day is affected by this context. And so I just want to remind you again that you shouldn't be comparing what you eat in a day to what I eat in a day. I really want you to focus in on the principles of nutrition that I apply, which I'll obviously go through. But in this episode in particular, I'm going to go into the detail of the meals and snacks and how my day flows and and what I eat and things like that. And then and just talk you through the different sort of meals and snacks and how they pop up for me. And in the, the next episode, I'll go more deep into nutrition. And so I want you to remember that at the end of the day, um, the context of my food choices is that I want to maintain my weight. I want to feel healthy and obviously not be sick and right. I want to be functioning well and I want to enjoy what I'm eating. And that's my context. They're my goals. And so if your goals are different to mine, then what I'm eating obviously might not suit you. And in fact, if even if your goals are the same as mine, you still might need to eat differently. So take the principles and apply it. You don't have to eat like me. Okay. So the start of my day, I did mention in the previous episode that I'm not good with routines. I do have a basic one though. I realized as I typed this up, it just feels like I don't. Sometimes I just, my life feels chaotic in my head. I think that's just my brain. It's just so many things going on inside my head. So around 6 to 6.30 a.m. I'll have a coffee and I wake up to this coffee. My husband makes it for me. It's a double shot latte on full cream milk. I actually buy this delicious milk called Country Valley Milk, which is from a farm in Camden Valley in Picton, which is just south of Sydney. So it's about two and a half hours from Canberra. And they believe in local produce so much that they only supply sort of within that two and a half, three hour radius around their farm. Anyway, it's deliciously yummy milk. So I have my coffee on that. It's got one sugar in it. And yeah, my husband has done that for a very, very long time, wakes me up with coffee. It's just a beautiful thing. It's a lovely little thing we've got going on. Then my job is to walk Harvey. He needs a good hour. Sometimes I don't get the hour in. Lately with being unwell, I've had a cold on and off for a couple of months, been really stressed and run down. I haven't been as consistent with walking him because I just haven't felt up to it. But generally when I'm healthy, I'll drink my coffee, get some warm clothes on because it's getting cold here in Canberra and walk Harvey for at least 45 minutes to an hour, do some training with him. And then I'm I'm back in 
um, getting ready for the day and then I need to drop kids at bus stops around 7.30 in the morning and then I, I chuff off to work. And so, look, I have this really lovely idea that because there's a gym on the floor below me at work, which I don't usually use, and but I've, I thought I should use it and I do this whole should and blah, blah, blah. But I've been working on a routine where I get to work early now because I'm the one who's dropping kids off at school and bus stops, et cetera, early that typically I don't start work till 9, 9.30. So I've got time to go to the gym beforehand. But I've been so unwell, I just haven't got into that routine yet. So we'll see how that goes. But generally, gym aside, I'll then have breakfast between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Now, this is a super huge window because breakfast is really unpredictable to me. Depends what I'm doing. Like, do I have a morning meeting? Am I working from home? Which office am I going to? Yeah, there's a lot of factors that will influence breakfast because my day can look very, very different from Monday to Friday. So sometimes I have eggs on toast. Sometimes I'll have, and if I do, it's two eggs on one piece of toast with some butter and tomato sauce. Sometimes I have a porridge sachet. I'm super loving the Carmen's ones. I've got a almond honey one, I think. And there's another one I've got. Oh, what's that flavor? Maybe coconut. Anyway, it's pretty yummy. Just one of those. And I have that with milk sometimes muesli and yogurt. Sometimes randomly I'll have crackers and hummus or peanut butter on toast or I'll have a fruit blend. So an orange, pineapple, baby spinach blended um, along with that. Overall, I'm actually, I'm, I've got here in my notes, I'm not a great breakfast eater, which assumes that there is a better way for me to eat breakfast. I'm going to rephrase that and be, I'm not a consistent breakfast eater. One, because my day changes so erratically and I could be anywhere for breakfast. But I've struggled on and off with anxiety the last few years. Um, I never used to get it when I was younger. But that has really affected the way I eat breakfast because for a very long time I woke up anxious and felt feeling very unwell, like low appetite. But my blood sugar levels were low. I knew I needed to eat, but I just couldn't. And so that has really affected my breakfast routine. So I'm, I'm not feeling anxious in the mornings anymore. So it's just reestablishing what my breakfast routine looks like and and it's then also just being really flexible with that, knowing that I could be at home or at work or different things. I am a little bit of a scatterbrain. And so sometimes I can wake up and I know that this is crazy because this is my job. I'm a nutritionist, but I will literally think about everything else that I have to do for the day and forget to eat. And I know that sounds crazy, but I just genuinely do. I, I forget. And because there's no set daily routine, yeah, it can happen all over the place. Eat in the car eat randomly. Yeah. So I'm a very much a victim as to what's happening in my day when it comes to breakfast. So then mid-morning, now sometimes I'm having my breakfast mid-morning, so then I won't have a snack before lunch. Sometimes I have had breakfast earlier and so I'm hungry by mid-morning. So again, that depends on how breakfast is gone. If I've planned my day, I'll have some yogurt, a banana, mandarins, saladas with hummus. Sometimes I also add ham and tomato. Sometimes I might have a second coffee. Sometimes I might not have anything if I'm not hungry or if I've had back-to-back meetings all morning and I just haven't had time. Again, the morning tea is hugely dependent what's happening in my day and how I'm feeling. So it's a bit of a mixture of listening to my body or have I got anything available? Because sometimes I'm hungry and I wander out of my office at sort of 11.30 a.m. being like, I'm hungry, but I haven't brought anything to work and so I just wait till lunch. Or I'll have my lunch early, you know, different things like that. So, yeah, hugely dependent on um, what's happening in my day, whether I've brought food and just sort of listening to my body. If I'm hungry, I'll eat. If I'm not hungry, I won't eat. 
lunch. Now, lunch is definitely way more consistent. I never skip that meal. And so different ideas that I have for lunch is um, vegetarian pizza. So this is where I'll, I'll eat it. I'll often bring in something like this and then eat it for the week or at least three or four days. So I've got like whole grain wraps, some tomato paste, baby spinach, basil, mozzarella, capsicum, mushrooms, maybe some feta, red onion, right? And I'll just top all of that, bake it in the oven. I've got an oven at work, pop it under the grill. Yum. And I've got vegetarian pizza for lunch. It gives me, I get a heap of vegetables with that, some um, high fiber carbs, right? It's a perfect meal for me. I love it. I eat a very common one that I eat is pasta with pre-chopped salad. So from the supermarket, aioli, and then with either sort of some shredded up barbecue chicken, or I'm really loving the tinned tuna in basil infused olive oil. Oh, so yummy. So I'll just cook the pasta. Often I cook it at work because I've got a stovetop and saucepans and stuff and we get an hour break for lunch and I always break for lunch. So I do, yeah, cook the pasta, toss through the chicken or tuna and the salad, juice with aioli. That's a super common meal that I have. And I find that that's a really large plate of food. It's really filling and I enjoy eating that. It's easy, easy, easy for me to prep. Other things I have for lunch are leftovers. So it's just what we've eaten for dinner. Stir fries, a really common dinner is this lemon chili pasta that I love, green curries, um, leftover halloumi salad. I also like wraps. Yeah, so leftovers are fantastic. One of the habits I do frequently use throughout my week is making my lunch at the same time I'm making dinner. Um, dinner's a reasonably predictable meal for me. It's probably the most set routine in my day is making dinner for the family. So I'm guaranteed to be in the kitchen at that point. So I think, well, I may as well make my lunch while I'm in here too. Now, sometimes I do forget my lunch, but I never skip it. And so I Uber Eats, which I can get healthy options on Uber Eats when I'm at work. It's just super expensive. And so it's really not great for the budget. And it bugs me from that perspective. But I'll get things like Subway or a grilled burger, um, rolled like salads or rice paper rolls. What I'm aiming for is I want a protein, a carb and a vegetable at my lunch. And, um, and so I can do that pretty easily with Uber Eats. One of the things I want to talk about with lunch and regardless of what I eat, whether I eat leftovers or something I've purposely brought for lunch or Uber Eats is one of the habits that is fully automatic now is that didn't used to be in my early 20s was stopping when I'm full. So no matter what I'm eating, like how yummy it is, at about the 80% full mark, I just simply stop eating. I've just got to the point now where I dislike the feeling of being too full more than I like the yummy food that I'm eating and want to keep eating. I've also super slowed down my eating, which helps me have the time to check in and f- and feel that fullness as well. And so, you know, I've been known to order a, a grilled burger and I, I rarely buy the chips as well. It's just the burger. But I'll get three quarters of the way through and I'll, I'll literally just be like, I've had enough now. And it just hits me and I'm, I'm happy to throw the rest out and not overeat it. And I think that's been a key part of, you know, enjoying yummy foods or having some food bought away from home, but not overeating on it because I find it really easy now to, to stop. It just happens quite automatically. And it's a key nutrition principle, you know, along with looking for, you know, a good protein, a carb and veggie at my lunch, like lots of vegetables, is of, of how I maintain my weight long term. So those sort of principles combined really help. So afternoon tea, this is generally at home with my kids. So um, around four o'clock, 
and picking kids up from bus stops or they're riding to my work and we're heading home. So again, super, super varies. Sometimes I make pikelets for the kids after school, especially if they're really hungry and I don't, and I know dinner's like a long way away. Carrot sticks and dip, crackers and hummus, a smoothie we have like banana um, and yogurt with a little bit of like a teaspoon of drinking chocolate or, or nothing as I'm still full for lunch and the kids will have something to eat, some cut up apple, uh, mandarins. So I guess it depends. Like if I'm eating in the afternoon, it's because I'm hungry. And so another behaviour that I've worked on over the years is not boredom and stress eating in the afternoons because that used to be something that I did a lot when I was younger. And a key part of the reason why I did that, I now realise, is because I didn't eat enough throughout the day particularly in my uni days, I would go the whole day without eating properly because I would forget to bring food and then have no money to buy any. And so by the time I got home from uni, I'm starving and I'm literally just eating everything. And that's combined with feeling stressed from uni and emotional and also procrastinating study as well. And so, yeah, it's just been a key thing that I've worked on over the years. And so now if I'm eating an afternoon sack, it's genuinely because I'm hungry. And so what I'm looking for is something just something little to satiate me through to dinner. So I'm often looking for for fiber, some protein, maybe some healthy fats, right? And if I'm not super hungry, but I just want something like carrot sticks and dip will do. But if I want something a bit more like filling and substantial, I'll have like a smoothie or something a bit more. Just depends. And so a key part of the afternoon snack for me is really listening to my body and, and making a choice on what I want. And lastly, we've got dinner. So look, key factor with dinner is that it always has vegetables. Um, Very rarely do we have a meal that's completely vegetable-less. Like when we moved into our house, the first night we came here, we brought some boxes over and we had Domino's pizza on the floor. There were no vegetables in that meal. I didn't prep any, right? But that was fine. It was so fun. We were in our brand new house. So I always try and have veggies though. So it'll be some kind of like steak, chicken or fish and salmon or something with some salad. Um, I do a lot of roasts with baked veggies, um, baked potato, broccoli, carrot. I cook a lot of pasta dishes with the base of olive oil and garlic and then I'm adding in lots of veggies, baby spinach, tomatoes, capsicum, um, zucchini, etc. And then I'll add some kind of meat, maybe some chicken or some prawn. If I'm feeling fancy like chorizo or something like that. Do a lot of stir fries, so bok choy, capsicum, um, Chinese broccoli, snow peas, carrots, etc. Lots of veggies in them. Green curry, again, broccoli, carrot, capsicum, zucchini. Try and put heaps of veggies in there. Same with my spaghetti bolognese. Um, the other thing is too with my meals, and I've mentioned in previous episodes, is that I do have to try and keep my meals low, I mean, for my son, um, because if he has too many amines, he gets a bit irritable and hyperactive. But I love Mexican food, burritos, crispy chicken tacos, nachos. And my goal is literally just to put as much vegetables in them as possible. Um, And of course, all the hub recipes on the Healthy Eating Hubs website as part of the online program, I eat those as well. So dinner is pretty wide and varied. And lastly, just after dinner, I always have a cup of tea. And sometimes I might have some chocolate if I've got it in the house. And that's pretty much it. So what I'm going to chat about in the next episode is is then the, all the nutrition principles. I'm really going to start to tease it out in much more detail about why I'm eating, what I'm aiming for from a nutrition perspective and how you can apply it too. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. 
My Healthy Eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode. <laughs>